It's the show the establishment warned you about. And welcome back, Take Two, to the Dr. Tommy Show, your weekly excursion into free market medicine featuring America's free market doctor, and today also featuring America's free market nurse and America's free market KK, Kaylee Coyle. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And you're a nurse today, and we are brought to you by Atlas MD, which is the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices, where you can refill medications within a click of a button, and very shortly you will be able to refill medicines and do e-prescribe, which is opens up a few different avenues for those of you who have been using Atlas MD and faxing. You'll be using e-prescribe, and that is coming shortly. And if you would like to use Atlas MD for free for 30 days. It's in addition to the initial 30 days you get. So 60 whole days of Atlas MD, you can get it for free. Go to Dr. Tommy Show. That's drtommyshow.com. Click on Atlas MD special offer. Click on the link and you will be up and going in a matter of minutes. And our show is special today because we have our special guest who has not made an appearance in over one year. It's been a while. It's been a while. She's a head taller now. And we have had a busy summer. And... uh Tell, tell me about your summer so far. Tommy made a treehouse. And what else? What else have you done? Where have you gone? Myrtle Beach, Fort Myers. <laughs> Where else? I'm going to University Studios. <laughs> and... And we went to the Springs, Heart the Springs. The Springs. Yeah. That's my favorite. So Kaylee is... Uh, Soon to be third grade, so fi- finishing up. It. Soon to be third grade and soon to be a big sister. In about seven weeks. What do you think about that? Awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited because I never have been a big sister before. You're going to be a big sister in seven weeks, about. And uh, one it's of the carrying away. Oh, one of the things we wanted to talk about <laughs> was the. Uh, there's recently been a unfortunately a incident that's re- attracted local attention or national attention. It happened locally, and this is a case of a person who was uh, shot in Clearwater, Florida. And I'm just going to show a video here. Uh, let's see if we can show it up on the big screen. But basically, what happened was a person was um, outside of a convenience store and engaging with a a party Mm -hmm. and that party was parked in a parking space Yeah, woman and her children and uh, what happened was uh, another person who was inside came out and shoved the person who was engaging with the people in the car Mm -hmm. person was shoved to the ground and then drew their weapon which was a handgun of some variety and fired it and killed, shot, and eventually fired a fatal shot, which killed the uh, person. So we're just going to play a clip. Yeah, shot him right in the chest. And uh, see what you think about this. This is, um, like I said, unfortunately happened at Clearwater, which is close by us. Here we go. They won't let us. So here you have a man. He's standing outside. He's, he's apparently talking to someone. And to the car, the car door opens. This other gentleman walks out of the store, and he shoves him to the ground violently. And then the man draws his weapon. The gentleman's turning, shot in the chest. and staggers back in, clearly in pain. And that, my friends, is the thing that has brought national attention upon Florida for, again. So let's try that again. So here he is. The man is 
yelling, apparently. Um, and then here we go. The gentleman walks up. He says something we can't hear. Maybe says something. Shoves him to the ground. This other man on the ground draws his sidearm. The other man's turn shoots him in the chest. And that's the end of it. So we are to take from that that this is um, a case of stand your ground. And so what what is the problem with this? What do you think the problem There's with this? There's a lot of problems with this. The man, um, you know, the, the, mic. the gentleman that came out. Turn it this way. Yeah. The gentleman that came out of the store. This is his family. Mm -hmm. and the so this vehicle. is the backstory. Yeah, this is his family in the vehicle. The other gen the gentleman that's harassing his family, it gets pushed by the husband or boyfriend, whatever he is, and that's it. Should it's a done deal. He shoved him to tell him to get away from his family. The man did not continue to beat him. He did not kick him. He did not have any weapons. And the man on the ground pulls out his gun and shoots him and this is definitely not stand your ground this is not even self-defense so stand your ground law for those of you not familiar with florida in particular is an extension of what's called the castle doctrine which is your home is your castle and a part of that says that if you are in your home and someone is in your home trying to this is the shorthand version. You can look up the statute itself. But basically, the, the statute says if you're in your home and someone tries to enter your home and harm you, you have no duty to retreat. Now, in some parts of the country, you have a duty to retreat. So let's say you're at home and then you hear and you don't answer the door. Well, then a person kicks down your door. And then you're and you as a citizen, you're supposed to then retreat. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to go out the back door. Well, in the stand your ground law in Florida, that means someone's coming in your house, uh, intending what you think is to do you harm. Uh, you're able to then defend yourself, okay, and use deadly force if necessary, such as a, a weapon. Uh, so that's one portion of it. Another portion of it is where it says if you're in your vehicle and someone's trying to enter your vehicle to do you harm, then you can also use deadly force. Well, there's another section of this, this statute, and it's here. So it says, uh, Florida statute 776.013, home protection, use or threatened use of deadly force, presumption of fear or of death or great bodily harm. And if you go down into section, where is it? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, dwelling, that talks about a dwelling. Um, this talks about a dwelling again. Law enforcement officer dwelling. There's a portion in here where they say that if you're not in your home, uh, where is it? A dwelling. All right, two. All right, home protection, use of, or use or threatened use of deadly force, presumption of fear of death or great bodily harm. Number one, a person who is in a dwelling or residence in which the person has a right, has has no duty to retreat and has the right to stand his or her ground, and use or threaten to use a non-deadly force or b deadly force. Deadly force if he or she believes that using or threatening to use such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself or another or to prevent the imminent commission of a felony. Okay, and this is number two. So that's one. So there's two parts of the statute, one and two. Here's two. 
All right, so home protection, use or threatened use of deadly force, presumption of fear, and then we're reading from 776.013. You can Google that, Florida statutes. Home protection, use of use or threatened use of deadly force, presumption of fear of death or great bodily harm. Number two, a person is presumed to have held a reasonable fear of imminent peril of death or great bodily harm to himself or herself or another when using or threatening to use defensive force that is intended or likely to cause death or great bodily harm to another if. Um, this says a person was in the process of entering uh, or the person, where's the part of there? It's a very, it's a very complicated section with A, B, C, and D, but there's a portion in here where it says basically that you can use force if it's not even having to do with the dwelling. The person has believed unlawful entry. So this is all talking about the dwelling. There's some place in here where it doesn't even talk about the dwelling. Anyway, the port, the part of it is, is if you are in fear of imminent death or serious bodily harm, then that's determined to be in the realm of the uh, so-called stand your ground law, which also received a lot of publicity three or four years ago with the Trayvon Martin case where he was engaging with Trayvon Martin and they said that he was um, standing his ground and shot him. And so that's a different case, but I'm not gonna talk about that. But this case here, if you look at the video, we have to ask ourselves, is this gentleman that got pushed on the ground on the sidewalk, from the sidewalk to the ground, albeit violently, albeit forcefully, is he in 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 uh, in danger of imminent bodily harm, further bodily harm, or or death? Right. It's evident that he's not. The the other you know the gentleman the the um, gentleman that shoves him shoves him. It's a one time deal. Um, he step you know he shoves him and then he steps back, and the man shoots him mm -hmm. and this all happens in i mean it seemed according to the video ten. less yeah 10 yeah. seconds yeah. so here i got the whole thing now because this is such a wordy thing so here, here i'm gonna read the whole statute and parse out the two portions portions that uh theoretically apply to this or according to the sheriff and i'm not saying that the sheriff's wrong but i'm just saying this is my opinion as a citizen this is the part that I think probably applies to this in the minds of those who would say the man was justified in shooting this individual. Okay. 776.013, home protection, use or threatened use of deadly force, presumption of fear of death or great bodily harm. Number two, a person is presumed to have held a reasonable fear of imminent peril of death or great bodily harm due to himself or herself or another when using or threatening to use defensive force that is intended or likely to cause the death or great bodily harm to another if B, the person who uses or threatens to use defensive force knew or had reason to believe that an unlawful and forcible entry uh, unlawful and forcible entry or or unlawful and forcible act was occurring or had occurred. So I guess that's it. Well, the word held, I think, is important there. Mm -hmm. We know within 10 seconds that he was not, that's not what happened. Yeah. That he was shoved one time and that's it. And like I said before, he was Or had occurred. It right. says here, the person who uses or threatens to use defensive force knew 
or had had reason to believe that an unlawful and forcible entry or unlawful and forcible act was occurring or had occurred. So it had occurred. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know that none of that's true. Well, he did. He did have uh, a forcible act occur to him. He had a, he did have a forcible act, but um, I mean, he shoved him to get him away from his family. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently from what I've read, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but from what I read, this man has harassed several other customers at this mm-hmm. um, a location, at this store so these in are, the past. So these are all reasons why maybe there should be further discussion of it. But at this point, there have been no charges brought against this man. No charges. No. Uh, other than the initial questioning and the uh, sheriff said that he could not be charged based on stand your ground law. All right. So why do I care about any of this except for the reason that, aside from the reason that this man was killed unfortunately killed uh tragically killed by this other man in this appearingly meaningless altercation why is this otherwise important well because if you type in florida stand your ground law on the internet now and click florida what will you see you will see the media now has latched onto this the gun and, it, and is the media going through mm-hmm. it, the code like we just did with the, the nuance, talking about whether it said held or whether it had occurred or is going to occur? Are they talking about that? I'm sure they're talking about the fact that the man was able to have a gun. And he was shooting and he was a black person that was shot. Mm-hmm. And so instead of talking about the substance of the statute, so maybe the statute is flawed. Maybe the statute needs to be retooled which they happen all the time. Mm -hmm. They do this all the time. They're always changing statutes. Mm -hmm. Instead of talking about that, what the media has done is now said, we need to latch onto this and say, the whole stand your ground philosophy is wrong. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be done away with because it's enabling people to inflict murder on others with wanton, um, without any repercussions. Mm -hmm. And now... You'll see people say, well, maybe, maybe there is a bad, maybe stand your ground is a bad idea. So, so, so here's what we're doing. We're conflating two things. One is this altercation, which took place, which was, as we just looked at, uh, did not appear to be that the man was in imminent fear of his life. Let's put it that way. Right. It appears that's uh, not. Whether or not that's what the statute says, it does not appear that after the initial shove that he was going to be killed. And therefore, in my mind, as someone who has a concealed carry permit, even though I'd be angry, I don't think I would be justified if I got shoved like that in drawing my concealed carry uh, weapon and then killing the person. Now, that's my belief. Now, my, but the point is, so now what the media has done and other people who are in the interest of uh, removing firearms from individuals because they think the Second Amendment is outdated and should only apply to muskets and hunting animals and that... Only the cops should have guns and, and then citizens should not be armed. Those people believe that this is proof, therefore, that stand your ground, that Florida is like the wild, wild west and stand your ground is a bad idea and needs to be wiped from the books. Now, this man that um, pulled his weapon, mm-hmm. he had a permit, apparently, right? I don't know. And um, I wonder, uh, this man, apparently, from what I've read, that he, you know, he's been a nuisance. So has the cops been called on him before? I'm curious about that. Yeah, and that's another thing. If the media was uh, 
interested in. This would be that would be very interesting. Right, those to are things see. to research. Right. I mean, clearly, I feel that he was. And there in the probably wrong. has been some people who have researched that. But mm-hmm. if you Google right now, if you go to NBC, New York Times, maybe even the the, the pillars of journalism, mm-hmm. these virtued uh, these people these people who have great virtue and who are experts in producing just the facts mm-hmm. and giving us only the uh, the 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 uh, neutral interpretation of what happened without any. Uh, without any uh, narrative, without any um, bias, without any personal conviction, if they just gave us the facts, those are the people who would be producing all this stuff. Right. We don't care what color the man is that shot. The you know we don't care about anybody's color. Um, we all yeah you're right the facts. But that's, that's all we want. That's have. all we want to know is the facts. And clearly the video is showing us. I mean this video is showing us what happened, and we can see plain and plain and clear. So anyway, for it's further just, it's so it's very sad. Further discussion, I think the take-home point for this is don't uh, believe everything you hear in the media, which is obviously that's something people say. But this is clear evidence that there is subtleties which, if you are uh, listening to just the media to present to you what it is happened and believe it, you're going to be missing out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, you've got to you have to do your own research. I mean, I haven't researched this article enough. But I've, you know, I've watched the video and I have read a little bit. I, I want to dig deep. I'd like to dig deeper. But either way it goes, I feel based on the video, it looks like the man should not have been shot. And what be. I mean, come on, your children are in this vehicle and your wife or girlfriend. Yeah. What would a man? What would a man do that ha- his family's being harassed? Right. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, what, what? What? Let's just say if if he had gone up there and didn't shove him to the ground. And like something like I would have done. What would I have done if I walked out there? I would have taken a aggressive posture towards this person. Mm-hmm. Whether or not I touched him or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What I most likely would have done, though, is taken an aggressive posture and had my hand ready to draw mm-hmm. on him mm-hmm. in case he was going to do something crazy and draw on me. Mm-hmm. I think most people would have done exactly that, an aggressive shoved? posture. Oh, yeah. No, not necessarily shoved, yeah. but maybe they knew this man. Maybe yeah. they maybe, maybe they this did harass this. Or, right. Maybe they, yeah. like, you know, from what I've read, um, the little research I have done, this man has been a nuisance. He's harassed several, several people in the past. So th- they could have known this man from previous experience. But if, if, if you're, the take-home other point for this is, if this is your reason for repealing the stand your ground law, you have just won the media bingo game because mm-hmm. the media bingo game is to say, let's dangle a narrative out there and see if any of these people will bite. Like if you're fishing, mm-hmm. one of the things you can do if you're fishing is you can you can get if you're fishing like I used to fish for brim, the the brim that bite the quickest they'll even bite a bear hook is a little baby brim, inexperienced baby brim. You can drop a hook down there and they'll bite it. Now, the bigger ones, those you have to work for. You catch a big brim every now and then, and it's a nice catch. But they aren't as smart. They aren't as uh, susceptible to the tantalizing little flashy details uh, that you'll see. And so the media has dangled this carrot in front of you and said, stand your ground, stand your ground's bad, stand your ground bad, look at this. And you bite onto it like that because of this, you have failed Mm -hmm. in your responsibility to yourself to become an informed citizen. You have won the media bingo game. That says uh, we are looking for buyers of narratives without any uh, further investigation. We want people to buy our narrative 
and suck it up without ever thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, there's so many things that could have been different. The man that was shoved on the ground, he could have pulled his weapon as just a threat. Yes. He didn't have to shoot him to kill right. him. He could have just got up and walked away. Yes. He should never have been harassing this family to begin with. And there's so many things that we should focus on. Yes. That just, you know. But I guarantee you, if you're at home listening right now, whether it's on live or repeat, Google Florida Standard Drowning Law and see how many of the top five or six or seven or ten articles do not first talk about how Florida is a, a wild, wild west state and this is a, a crime that allows murder to happen and particularly murdered murder of minorities. That will be the main narrative. Mm-hmm. Away you go. Anyway, into the Google machine, try it out. And if I'm wrong, let me know. And uh, email at the bottom of Dr. Tommy Show, drtommyshow.com. KK, what are you excited about about being a big sister? Feed the baby. Feeding the baby. So the baby's going to be right next to you, huh? That's exciting. Where would you like to go? Outside? Your bedroom's got to be close because we have a small house. I would like the baby's bedroom to be where the dining room is in my bedroom in the little kitchen area. Oh, well, I don't know if we can do that right now. That's quite a change. (laughs) Because the baby's going to keep me all night long crying like this. The baby's not going to be in that bedroom for a while. The baby the baby's be- going to be in a bassinet on Tommy's side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about your four-wheeler uh, adventures. Part three of Kaylee, uh, Kaylee Raceway. Tommy has made three videos of me riding on the four-wheeler. And it goes really fast. And who filmed the video of the last one? How did we get the... the you know how the video starts off with you riding around, then there's a video of a point of view of you driving around. How do we get that video? Who videoed that? Mommy. <laughs> Mommy was on the back of your four-wheeler with her camera? No. Yes, I was. <laughs> yes, <you> was. <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried that someone's going to find out and come arrest us? <laughs> <laughs> I have rode with Mommy a bunch of times. Yeah. Mommy I know. Well, that's all we have for today. If you are interested in learning more about concierge medicine, go to Dr. Tommy, D-O-C-T-O-R-Tommy.com. That's our clinical website. And if you're interested in learning or seeing more Dr. Tommy show, go to drtommyshow.com. Thank you for joining us, Kaylee. Goodbye. Goodbye. And uh, this outgoing song is from Junior Kimbrough. Is My Mind is Rambling, Junior Kimbrough and the Soul Shine Boys. And this is from Lonely Nights, Sad Days, Lonely Nights, uh, one of his great albums on Fat Possum Records. Until next time, bye-bye. Fat Possum.